0: Welcome into the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR when you sign up for a new account to get amazing odds boost every single day. Uh, that sucked. I don't wouldn't think... Wasn't good. It definitely wasn't good. Avs lose 3-2 to to the Vancouver Canucks. And we were talking about this on the watch along. It's not that they lost. It's the way this game went that sucked. Losses happen. You can live with that. But when you're up two, more than halfway through the game, you should win. Against a team that you should beat at baseline. Yep. It's just tough. It's just tough right now for Colorado. And
1: you know what? We don't deserve this good vibe sign.
0: I did really
2: like it. I wanted to say something earlier. The moment has passed.
0: The vibes are definitely not good in this moment.
1: Mediocre vibes at best.
0: Uh, I think that's generous, to say the least. And
1: it's also not lit up.
2: I actually thought about that Kind of a bad omen was that,
0: the, was that a sign?
1: Yeah, it was just like, hey, good vibes are not in tonight <laughs> Just so you guys know It's never lit up, just so you guys See? know It's a, a no Bronco, vibes day and, and the Broncos have been getting blown out since I've seen that show up The Nuggets did blow out today Yeah, yeah but this nuggets is the app show, so
0: I'm just saying We it's can't not talk all about nice things with the Nuggets right now <laughs> I'm just saying I
1: love everybody
2: We're
0: here for the sad boys Sad uh, boy hours I don't know which one of you signed up for the 60 second rundown. It she was did. Me. That was why I Thank God. felt
2: it was very important <laughs> to be on this show. It would have been very cruel. Oh, the lights. I suddenly yeah. don't feel well.
1: I've fallen ill. <laughs> I can't.
2: All right. I'm going to try my best. Three, two, one. All right. First period. Avs go two for two on the PK, killing both penalties, and Mika Rantanen gets them on the board with a power play goal. They get one of two of their power play chances. It's overall a good period. Second period starts fine enough. Honestly, the first two uh, ten minutes. Newhook to England to Gerard up high. Shot goes in. Luke Shen is caught just idle at the net and screens his own goalie. But after that ten minute mark, the next three minutes of play unraveled. Canucks drop three goals on the Avs, one of which is a power play goal. Uh, but they absolutely unravel. You see the frustration in Georgiev, and you see the frustration in Cogliano. Yep. Third period. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'm not laughing. No, it's okay. Third period. Can't capitalize on a power play earlier. Cogs takes a penalty. First half, Avs don't even pose a threat. Can't control possession. Two minutes left in the game. Pull their goaltender. Connects regain possession in the Ozone on their four-chick and get empty net goal. Avs lose 4-2. to two.
1: Four. Ooh, wow. Nice. I was Nicely laughing at the done. ECHL team comment. Like the, the 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 freak out on this team right now is just It's it's it's, wild. it's so it's unbelievable. I've seen this
2: in the fan base forever.
0: Oh, it never goes away.
2: And even there are points last season I can recall huge frustration surrounding Kemper. And they win we a Stanley Cup that season. It's the, not an excuse, because there are the, seasons where they are second The Stanley Cup exits. win
1: didn't buy them six months of goodwill. <laughs> it didn't buy them six months of just belief in general. I feel like we should just spend
0: the rest of this podcast being like, breathe in.
1: Right, right, right. Well, it's just, dude, it, it is just, it's breathe so funny. Out. And, like, the the fun part of sports is that, like, it does draw on emotion and all that stuff. And, like... You know, we don't shy away from knowing how fans embrace it. Like, that's our, well, you know, it, here at DNBR and all that shit. So, like, I'm not... Everybody, like, be a fan however you want to be a fan. Like, I I don't care, but I promise you, there's so much more enjoyable you, when you aren't living and dying well, I, on every single And you game. have to be a fan in reality. Did this game right. suck? Yeah. Absolutely. Right. Does this game decide the rest of the season? Right. No. Well, because, like, it just... You know, the, the comments... And, and I just... I laugh because... I go back to last season and we that the the second loss to Columbus. Yep. We did our show and some of these chats were like huge change up to come. I remember even there was even a couple of us on the show that were like, I don't know. We'll see. And then like you look back at that show four weeks later and it's hilarious. Yeah, five games in a row. Let's say they rattle off the next seven. Is everyone gonna be crowning them Stanley Cup champions? No, I guarantee they'll still be like, well, you know, those teams they played, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> you lost five in a row. They haven't played well. No one's doubting. They haven't looked good. They didn't look good tonight. Well, I take that back. I thought they looked alright the first part of this game. First 30 minutes, they, they looked fine. They melted down for three minutes and then just couldn't get back into it. And credit to Vancouver. People also always forget there are two teams out there. Vancouver kind of locked it down, and the Avs just didn't have it. No one is saying they didn't look good. But to say that before you even hit the halfway point, the season is over after they finally drop out of a playoff spot tonight—it's like, it is what it is. Like, they, this is team has four years. Stop sugarcoating it. Not sugarcoating it. More people just need to run
0: out their anger. Like, yeah, I I, I, I was
1: gonna say, like, it's just. They lost five in a row. They haven't played well. Thank goodness they've got 43 games to figure it out. Like it's just, it's an 82 game season. I sound whiny. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I, whatever,
0: not important. Uh, let's talk about the good things in this game first because I know everyone just wants to talk about the bad. So let's get the good stuff out of the way. First period was it a little squirrely? Absolutely, but. It wasn't a slow start from Colorado, although a bit sloppy with things like penalties, but (laughs) Georgiev played extremely well for them, kept them in the game, and shots ended up like 13 to 13 or something at the end of the first. Yeah, so super high octane, sure, but the abs kept up, ultimately get rewarded for it because Miko Rantman should just always shoot the puck.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's like you see him doing what he does best on the power play operating out of the right circle and just firing a wrist shot. And I love the role Kale McCard plays on that too, setting him up. It's exactly how the power play should operate. But then it goes one for six, I think, for the rest of the night. Lots of power play chances on both sides. Like that'll be one positive is actually the penalty kill, despite the power play goal that is allowed. The penalty kill <laughs> really did shut it down. The penalty where they kill got to. beat
0: by one hell of a bounce, which we'll get to. No. But
2: you see Mika Rantanen in the first period doing what you need to see all of the abs doing on the power play, and it's sticking to their process and just doing what they do best.
0: Great way to put it. If they stuck to it doing what they do best for the second half of this game, they probably win.
2: They beat themselves. I know we'll get to that, too, but one big reason they unravel so terribly they shoot themselves in the foot is the frustration. They let their emotions overcome them.
0: And I think there's some good there. It's mostly bad. Some good. Uh, anyway.
2: What,
1: what, some good in what way? And I'm asking I, that seriously. Uh, I'm, so, I'm, chat,
0: I saw a couple of people in chat saying, claiming that the Avs were apathetic tonight. And I saw a lot of things wrong with them. Apathy was yeah, not one of no, them. No, I
1: agree. I fully agree. And that, was, and that was what I wanted to like clarify what you meant by that. Because I agree. Like if anything you know they, they absolutely care and what was weird about tonight for me when when you know having been able to watch this team very up close now for the last 18 months uh you know in addition to watching them for 25 years before that uh what's interesting to me about this group is in the past in the past three seasons we'll say there's been a couple of characteristics about this team that i think are not on display right now, and really even the exact opposite showed up tonight. It's been their ability to bounce back not just after bad games or after losses, but within a game. You give up a bad goal, you have a bad period, you get kind of, you know, what have we talked about with Jared Bednar for the last couple years? It's to break the game up into five-minute chunks, and that's something I think this team has done so well. Hey, we had a horrific five minutes. Cool, that five minutes is over. We're on to the next one. We have a chance to turn it around here. And they have, this was the first time in two or three years, that you saw that snowball. They gave up the first one on a really unfortunate, unlucky bounce off the ref. Andrew Cogliano looked like he had that one cleared around the wall, hits the ref, Canucks keep it in, and it leads directly to a goal. I get why you're frustrated, but that was the first little sign of, of the dam breaking because Andrew Cogliano, a veteran, a very important leader, and leadership voice in this locker room has a full breakdown and gets himself a 10-minute misconduct. Uh a couple minutes later, a bad play for the Avs leads to a breakdown in front of the net. And then again, just a horrible giveaway from Devon Taves. And you've got Alexander Georgiev smashing his stick, Kale McCarr trying to calm him down. Then once Cogliano does get out of the box, he takes an obvious frustration penalty. It's just you, I haven't seen this team get frustrated like that. In a long time. And I think it's because what everyone in the chat is upset about. They haven't played well for a week. And then they came out tonight. They got off to a good start. They get a lead and they gave it away. Like AJ put on Twitter, a lot of it was their own doing. But like, you're crazy if you're not going to admit that there was some shitty luck in those three yeah. goals in that three minutes. Of course. That that led to that. And I just think it all caught up with the abs at once. We are saying this is a game. Jared Bednar probably doesn't yell yeah. once. Everyone in that locker room knows exactly what just went wrong. They 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 know that they melted down. I I I think and again, this is this isn't being overly optimistic. This is from knowing this team. I think they're going to come out with a really good performance in a couple nights. I'm not guaranteeing they're going to win, but I think they're going to come out with a strong performance where they stay committed to what they're trying to do. That was as far from the 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 Jared Bednar era abs as we've seen since 1617 in that the back half of that second period, just in terms of the way they kind of came unraveled there. Um, I think this is just too strong of a leadership group for them to let that affect them long-term. You've lost five games in a row. We talk about dealing with adversity all the time. You know what? what that was what everyone complained about last year. This team hasn't dealt any adversity. They're going to get killed in the playoffs. Here's a heaping spoonful of adversity. They got to figure it out.
0: Uh, I do want to get into the negative stuff, but first, Sam Girard does score a goal early in the second to put the abs up 2-0. Uh, this team put themselves in a position to win this hockey game. Yep. Make no mistake about it. They've done it three games in a row. If you just chopped this game off at the 10-minute mark, you would say, oh, the abs are doing pretty good tonight. I feel pretty good about this hockey team. You'd have no problems with this game, even if there was some squirreliness, Absolutely. And unfortunately, Sam Gerrard's goal is maybe the only bright spot for the entire Avs defense tonight. <laughs> it's
1: a bad night. Bad night for the decor. I'm
2: trying to think if I can draw upon any positives. <laughs>
1: It, it was an uncharacter. You're be thinking for a while. I was going to say, <laughs> while, you're, while you're thinking, let's get some waiting music because she's going to have to think real long and hard for a positive.
2: Well, and even just talking about the squirreliness, this does not touch on a positive for the decor. but mm-hmm. the Avs benefit from luck because it's Vancouver who screens their own goaltenders right, right, that right. makes it's that true. goal happen. And so that's how... I, even, I don't have an issue with the officiating tonight, but I think a lot of the Avs' problems start with the penalties that they take. Because it is Devontae's going to the yeah. box that leads to this power play chance um, after um, the goal that is allowed against it. So it's just weird things did happen in this game, but there were a lot of things that the Avs did to themselves. And they did benefit some from some of the weird things to include this Sam Gerard goal.
1: Absolutely. With, with the way that their luck is going right now, whether it be the injuries, their shooting percentages, their bounces, the ABS cannot afford to be getting in their own way. And that's the part to me that... Again, I don't necessarily want to use the word concerning because I'm just not worried about that continuing to be a problem long term. Again, maybe it's a problem for a handful of games or whatever, but like that—that's the part for me. Stop getting in your own way. Just get out of your own way, and you win half these, you know, three out of these five games. To your point, Megan, like it's—it's it's the penalties they're taking at times where you really just can't afford it. On top of the bad luck, the bad bounce. You know, again, the Andrew Cogliano one is a great example sure it's a 10 minute misconduct and he doesn't actually put his team down a man But that's one of your best penalty killers yep. you you tweeted it out that's a veteran guy yes it's frustrating i, mean that, I, I get why yeah, you're pissed it, it wasn't even the 10
0: minute misconduct why i tweeted that was the right. follow-up penalty the, right. later which right is like after he gets out of the box you have to know better than that right
1: like, and, and it's just i get why you're frustrated but you guys just you just you just won the Stanley Cup. You went through the run. You know what it takes to put a lid on it. And you just got to take a take a beat. You got to relax. You got to take a breath. Uh you know the, the, this has this has those those vibes to it right now where getting more frustrated the situation isn't going to help. This Avs team needs to take a deep breath. We talked about it in the pregame. Is it good for them to be on the road right now? After tonight, I do. I think it's good that this team is on the road. They're all getting on the plane tonight. They're all going to the hotel after that. And and you know, you maybe got to have a little bit of a meeting here. Nathan McKinnon called the group together at Center Ice before they left for practice yesterday. You got to have some of these internal leaders step up and, and say, "We we're frustrated. This is no situation that we haven't been in before that we can't get ourselves out of. We haven't faced adversity like a losing streak like this for the last 2 years. Let's let's get out of it. Let's do this together and let's get out of it and they'll be fine." I'm going to be honest, the way some of
0: y'all are are popping your lids on the abs right now, it seems like y'all might need some health insurance because you guys got to have some (laughs) high blood pressure or something. Uh, So go check out Denver Health Medical. It is open enrollment for health insurance right now through January 15th. So time is running out. Be sure you get in on your health insurance. Denver Health Medical Plans offer Elevate Exchange Plans. It's available on the Connect Four Health Place Market. You can call 303-602-4912 and sign up there, or you can sign up online at denverhealthmedicalplan.org. Either way, you can get in. Elevate Exchange Plans have options for individual and families looking for cost-effective quality health insurance and for those who might not get coverage through their employer or if they're self-employed and things like that. So jump on it. All elevated exchange plans also include adult dental and vision at no additional cost. So if you were like me and just never took care of your teeth forever, that's bad. Trust me. You don't want to do that. Go get yourself some dental insurance as well with the Denver Health Medical. Again, you can call 303-602-4912 to sign up today. Open enrollment ends in 11 days. Is it the fourth? I think it's the fourth. 11 days. So you got to get in on it soon. 303 4912 or go to DenverHealthMedicalPlan.org. Also brought to you by the amazing people over at Pins and Aces. You can go to PinsAndAces.com to get all of your golf apparel. They got polos, they got shorts, they got pants, they got cleats.
1: Are they called cleats in golf? Spikes? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think they're golf shoes, but I think they got spikes, not cleats, I believe.
0: Yeah, spikes. All right, sounds right. Fair enough. You can get them at Pins and Aces. You can also get their beer sleeve. Seven beer sleeve goes right in your golf bag. You can lug your your beers right on the course. Super easy. Keep them nice and cold. And convenient. It's the way to go. You can go to Pins and Aces and use code DNVR in your order to get fifteen percent off and free shipping today. Second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. You both have already mentioned. A whole lot of this game is the abs shooting themselves in the foot. The catalyst for that is pretty bad luck. Yeah. Uh, just a puck bounces off the ref, keeps a puck in for Vancouver. It's a tough look. It sucks. The refs are part of the, the field of play. Yeah. It happens sometimes.
1: Well, and that's, and that's my thing with the Cogliano thing. I get why you're upset. That is frustrating. You're, you're, trying, to, you're trying to get a kill. I, like, I get it. I get it. It happens. You have to let that go. And again, what I said last segment, that's what's been so interesting about this team these last couple of games. It seems like they, they aren't moving on from stuff as quickly. They aren't hitting that reset button and getting back to their game as, as quick as they normally do. Um, And that, to me, is the only, only, only part of the... Where, like, I'm I'm concerned just a teeny tiny bit beyond one game. So it's like... I, what, no, what, I what, agree. What happened to that identity where that was... Again, you go back to last year. They had injury problems. Even in the playoffs, they had injury problems. And you just could really never tell. Never to this extent... That they've had at the beginning of the season, not necessarily tonight in this game. Um, but it, but it is just that ability to turn the page. That's the only thing to me that I look at and I say, well, that's different. And this,
0: this game genuinely, I think, is going to feel like a turning point. Because you're either going to see the Avs go from this game and continue that frustrated look. And probably cost themselves more games. Or you're going to see the Avs go, okay, we blew our lids here. Yeah. We got it out of our system. Let's get back to playing quality hockey and start winning games again.
2: I think that's why we're going to earmark this game in the season as a turning point. Because what Cogliano represents on this team is the symptom of a larger problem. And that is the team-wide frustration of 100%. understanding what this losing skid is like. Because they understand that they are winning Games If they do win by a close margin and then they're just losing games back to back and who Cogliano is on the team was a rally cry in the Stanley Cup playoffs who was able to bring a team together and motivate them to find what they needed to win Mm -hmm. and to see him lose his cool is very revealing of the state of the whole team to see Georgiev loses cool. And even I would say Taves' play tonight is a reflection of a player who is too far in his head and is making mistakes every turn. And that's why I think it is a team-wide problem at this point and why we're going to earmark this as a possible turning point, because they have to confront the emotions of this game tonight and they need to settle it and reconcile it because you can't have players like Cagliano in that position because that is usually who you look to to resolve these types of problems.
1: So there's a couple things that have exactly. come through in the chat that I think are interesting just, just kind of topics. There was one that said this Avs team isn't the same team that made the playoffs last year. And that's one of the reasons, one, where I guess I just disagree with a lot of folks in terms of like the word. Because when I look at this team, I, I, I do see the same team as last year in terms of having what it takes to win and having what it takes to get there, and having the mental fortitude to, to get over the hump. I think what's frustrating about watching these games is that they aren't living up to that identity. And, and that's the part that's disappointing, because I do think, I said it to you guys during the watch song, I I genuinely, right now today, January 5th, at 11.13pm, I think this team has what it takes to go back-to-back. Not based on what they showed tonight, but just in general. And that's what makes nights like tonight so puzzling. and, And I'm going to say this once, and I know
0: no one wants to hear it, and everyone's going to roll their eyes, and we don't have to talk about it again for the rest of the show. The hope for the future is the five dudes they're going to get back. Right. Three of which play in their top six forwards, at least one
1: of which, if not both defensemen, play in their top four. Well, and it's just the the Elliot Friedman line. the the best predict the the best indicator of future behavior is past behavior. This Avs group with this core under this coaching regime, their past behavior says that they will come out of this, and, and it's just,
0: and and you know again. My hope for the future is based on the timelines of injuries that are there. Right. And if they get back and someone takes a two-hander to their knee and they get injured again, then you reassess at that point. Right. But we're not living in the future. And if someone can tell me what this team does in the future, I got some lotto numbers I would like to ask you about.
1: So, again, I just... I, I <laughs> Right. But, yeah, I just... Seeing this team up close, seeing what goes on inside that locker room, this team... This team has the makeup to do it. They have to go out and play like it. They can't have the nights like they've had tonight, but that's what's odd to me about seeing this little bit of an emotional breakdown is I I, I think this team has what it takes to go back-to-back, back and it's not what we saw on the ice tonight. Definitely. did. If the
0: Avs play like they played in this game, they're not making the playoffs. no, 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 no. no.
2: I think in the watch-alongs, someone had asked about, if there was dysfunction in the locker room, mm-hmm. and it is the lack of dysfunction and the cohesion that does exist in the locker room, yep. and the health and the culture of this team that I also look to as a reason for optimism, because I do think the personnel, the group of guys that are in there, are very bought in to the same expectation of what they need to do yep. to win, that that is why I'm not concerned. I actually think this level of emotion is incredibly necessary Agree. and a little bit refreshing to see. I wouldn't, you actually talked about apathy before, and I, I wouldn't go as far to say that they've been apathetic in the games before, but in post-game, Bednar has said that they have grown comfortable with applying pressure as needed, you know, letting up on the gas in games. We saw it in late April last season with the Avs when they had sat atop the West and they could afford to do that. And they grew too comfortable in that relying on being able to apply pressure as needed that in these games we're seeing that they actually cannot always apply pressure as needed and they need to keep and secure leads. And I think that's what they're struggling with right now is recognizing that the confidence that they had to be able to apply pressure at will last season was earned and they haven't earned it yet this season, but it doesn't mean that they can't.
0: I love your point initially there too because you can take the frustration from this game And if you channel it into something better than what they did in this game with it, you're gonna have a whole lot better hockey team than what you ended up with in the third period of this game, which we'll get to.
1: Well well, then just I I just wanted to build off of your point, like in terms of like what what we hear and see in the locker room, and not necessarily like the apathy point, but you know, they they lose that game to Vegas the other night and we talked to Nathan McKinnon, who, you know, he was he was upset that they lost, but he, he just and again, this is the part that you you can forget because it's it, it's emotional to watch these games and all that stuff and you get caught up in the result. But like of these five losses, the Avs have played well enough to win in what at least three of them.
0: It's at least certainly three of them? this it's, one in L.A.
1: Right it, and one. Vegas. Yeah, or are you saying this one in LA they did not, or they did? No, I'm did? saying for sure LA. and See, I, I, this one they and didn't. I and I thought Vegas as well. The, the the point being in that locker room, like they are sitting back and they're saying, "Look, we're, we know we've we're making some mistakes. We know we have some bad luck going against us. We feel like we're putting some pieces together here and there. That's why I just I'm with you, Megan. Like I, I'm just not worried about it because things are good on the inside of that that locker room." guys understand and this is the first time we saw that frustration channeled in a bad way. It's it,
0: the part that makes it so easy tonight is this is there's no hard fix here. They it's an easy fix. You got right. you took a bad bounce and you guys imploded. Just keep playing solid hockey after that bad bounce and you're up 2-1 going into the third period of this hockey game. Right. Like and who knows what the hell happens after that. Right. But it's not like you're looking at this whole game and being like, oh, look at how terrible the Avs played for right. the entire game. It's so right. bad. No, they're, you played a good game for 33 minutes. Yeah,
1: they're, they're not getting run out of any buildings. Really. Like the game against Toronto wasn't great. Um, they they lost two forwards to injury yeah, after the, morning skate. The,
0: the, the skill level difference was very apparent there. And right. Not a single one of us will tell you that the abs right now, as currently constructed, are good enough to win the cup.
1: Right, right. Jaron Beddarn even said that the other day, that they, their goal is by the end of every season to get to a point where they feel like they can beat anybody in the West and anybody in the league. And he said they're not close to that right now. Nobody is saying they aren't. But what I'm saying, at least, I don't want to speak for you guys, but, you know, Megan, with what you were talking about with being in the locker room, when I sit back and say, I don't think they're close, I have 100% confidence this group can get there, yeah. despite them not playing well right now.
2: I think, too, you look at the margin of error tonight, and you can <laughs> pinpoint it to a three-minute right. complete breakdown yep. by the team because we talked about it like the first 30 minutes are actually fine, and that's today's NHL. The margin of error is paper thin. You know, you flip the roles. Two and
1: posts for the abs tonight, I believe, before Vancouver even scores once.
2: Yeah. Vancouver's in the same position if the roles are reversed. <laughs> three minutes is all it takes in a game of seconds for breakdowns like that to happen and then when the emotions are as high as they are, that is where you see a team unravel three minutes is all it would take mm-hmm.
0: yeah and and you were even you weren't happy with it after the second goal first goal crazy bounce is what it is there's still bad power pK coverage there bad rotation by England whatever it's a bad bounce write that one off second goal you give up it's bad defensive coverage all the way around e j just can't keep up with his guy. Gerard kind of just lets his guy float away from him in the backside. Gets to the middle. The abs can't handle the rebounds and ends up in the back of their net. Not good, but whatever. You're still in a tie game. And then you have your top pairing, and Devontae's making makes a mistake that you just can't have. It's yep. just the De- Devontae's just was not good enough tonight. There's night, there's yeah. no two ways around it. With the abs current defensive structure. They need their top defensive pairing to be very, very good at worst, if not great. And they weren't. They arguably were bad. I, don't, I think every defender on the Avs was arguably bad to terrible tonight. Yeah. And that is what it is. It, it's just the Avs aren't constructed in a way to overcome things like that. So when they imploded, they couldn't ever really figure out a way back in
1: think that yeah that, that's it <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's sometimes it's not that complicated nope I don't know it, it just yeah you, you had some breakdowns they got frustrated they didn't bounce back quick enough and, and again that's why I just it's a long season it's a long season and just always keep that in mind I just you go back to and, and also this isn't me sugarcoating anything like they're not playing well right now They're not playing well.
0: Of course they aren't. Like, the first 30 minutes of this game was like, hey, they're playing solid. Right. They're not playing great, but they're playing solid. Uh,
2: I'm so sorry, Joel. I'm okay. I promise.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: But She's fighting through right now. All right. She's staring into these lights for a migraine. (laughs) To listen to to all you guys complain on this show. To to yell at us. I'm
2: still stuck on a comment about how the Avs, we talked about like earning that confidence to be able to apply pressure at will and how someone said, well, they can't because the players are bad. And I just find it impossible to endorse that on a team that still has Nathan McKinnon, Cal McCarr, Miko Rantanen. It it just feels impossible to entertain that.
1: I love whoever this person is that keeps saying that we're living in a fancy land. It's lane. actually
2: it's like, that person that suggested <laughs> the players are bad. And I'm just...
1: Uh, well, I just, I just laughed. It's like... We just we've we've watched this happen so many times, and
2: yeah. th- th- I, 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 I I would I,
1: actually love to get like some type did, of compilation of is, go ahead. I was just gonna say,
0: you're talking about implosions easy to fix. Lol, Fantasy Land. What would you call Game Five against St. Louis oh, last
1: season? No, I was actually gonna pick two games, <laughs> <laughs> both out of that series as comparisons, like what we've seen these last this last week, and and again, it's like. I just, I'd love to see like a compilation of the chats from like game 10 last year versus game 30, yeah, right. versus game 35. It's like, this is just. Game 10
0: was everyone wanted Bednar's head. Right. right. <laughs> and like
1: everyone, I just, I, I feel bad because everyone, everyone thinks that we, uh, we sit here and that we like have these hard agendas either way. It's like, no, we've just done this a lot I, and, and we know that there's I, a huge fluctuation. A different team.
0: Okay. Has no other team ever recovered
1: from right. an implosion in history? Right. Yeah. As I was say. Like- and, and that's just the funny part. It's like it's, it's all this stuff where it's like these declarative statements. It's like, you guys have no idea what you're talking about. This is blah. It's like, okay, sure. Sh- sure. I mean, <laughs> we'll, we'll come back in a month and have this conversation again. And if I'm wrong, I'll happily say I was wrong. But again, there were multiple times at the beginning of last year, and oh, by the way, my replies from that last like eight game stretch of the Avs season last year—tell me what an idiot I was because teams aren't like hockey teams can't just flip a switch. You know nothing if you think they're just going to turn it on, and they turn in one of the most dominant playoff (laughs) performances of all time. It's like (laughs) this just happens, and and has it
0: happened a little bit too frequently to the Avs this year? Yeah, probably. And and there is some reason for some concern. Right. But you're just making up the rest uh, of the season. Whether gonna, whether you think they make it and go on to win the Stanley Cup or you
1: think they never win a game again. You're just making it up. I was gonna say and, and <laughs> whoever Bill is, like this this is my thing, and like this is why I do this job. Cause this is my opinion. <laughs> they lost tonight and it is still my opinion. And they won five <laughs> games in a row last week or whatever, a week and a half ago. And what I'm saying is still my opinion. So if you know better than us, hold this opinion the whole year, regardless of what happens. <laughs> hold that opinion and hold the line on why you think that everything that we have said is fantasy land. And again, we if we check in at the end of the season, the abs of the playoffs? You are right, Bill. But if they do, I expect you to come back in this chat and say, "Yep, I was wrong. And- I thought they had imploded." All own it. Because that's what we have to do. And this is again
0: fan how you want to fan. Right. Like, yeah. I don't care. You want to be mad at this team? Be mad. Go off on this team, but live in reality. Right. You right. can't just make stuff up. And we we do our best on this show. Yeah. We really, really, really try hard. When yeah. we come up with a, an opinion, we say, here is the reasoning right, right. of how we get to here. Yeah. And why we think X, Y, or Z. Yeah. And if you can do that too, awesome. Right, I was going to say. Go off. Seriously. Tell us exactly why. And you might make a bunch of valid points. And we'll be like, yeah, that's a fair
1: point. I just mm-hmm. disagree. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for the question about Bo, uh, go watch the latest At the Rink. We have Bednar's full quote in there. But essentially... He was getting treatment, and it really wasn't working for him, but they've changed his treatment, and now he's starting to progress, both him and Landy. Uh, So Bednar said that for the first time, Bo is like actually on the road back, (laughs) as were before it. The best way I can like put it is, he really wasn't ever getting out of the starting blocks in terms of recovery. He was just kind of staying where he was at. Um, But if you want the full quote, he expands quite a bit on both uh, Byram and Landy. So the latest uh, at the rink pod. Has that uh, the full quote yeah. in
0: there? I think both of y'all talked about it. Mm-hmm.
1: The yeah. other, yeah, yeah. So, the so the, yeah, the, there's there's quite a bit of information. I don't remember it all off the top of my head. So he
2: said something like the timeline had doubled from what they'd initially yeah. predicted because of this. So yeah. the clock essentially starts now with what the original timeline yeah. was predicted to be. But he's trending in the right direction be-
1: because whatever they were doing before wasn't working. Yeah, like Megan said, he was basically at day one. <laughs> like a month and a half, and now he's actually progressing through. So you had the implosion, and we'll get
0: to the third period in a second here, but we are brought to you by Green Mountain Dental Group. You got that new fancy dental insurance from Denver Health Medical. Take it to Green Mountain Dental Group, 15 minutes from downtown over in Lakewood. You get a cleaning, x-ray, and exam with them. You get a free Sonicare toothbrush, just so you're taking care of your teeth all the way around. They're great. I know. Every time you go, you're like... This was the best dentist. Dude, (laughs) I
1: I I hate the dentist so much. I hate the dentist. It's been this lifelong battle for me to get there. Green, I'm if if they ever stop being our sponsor, I will still still say this. (laughs) I have never found a dentist that I enjoy going to as much as Green Mountain. They're quick. They're super friendly. Uh, and and part of the reason I hate being the dentist is got people rooting around your mouth. Uh, there is. As low invasive as you can be for that, like you just, it you don't feel like you're getting poked and prodded the whole time. Uh, I could not recommend Green Mountain Dental uh, more highly, and I mean that. Like I said, if they called us tomorrow, we're like we're not sponsoring anymore. I'm like, I dare you to stop me from saying positive things about you. Can't, <laughs> can't do it. I yeah, I know sponsor. Thank you. I <laughs> love and
0: hate. That they do such a good job of oh, reminding dude, right. you when your next appointment. Oh god, is.
1: dude! That, so that was that was Jesse's greatest hits. There, I, I would schedule appointments because Hannah goes religiously, and I'd schedule appointments, and then I would I would just not just go. It. Yeah, and I'd be like, oh, oh well, I scheduled it. I tried, bro. Green Mountain. They're like. We know you're supposed to be here and we are gonna make sure one week that out. Hey, just know-
0: confirming Bro. three days before. Hey, just so you remember. <laughs> oh god. Okay. Yeah. You are know,
1: like, ooh, I'll just ignore their call text. Yeah. Like, <laughs> ah Yeah, they're great. They make sure you
0: actually take care of your teeth, which trust me, I don't know if you know this. All six of these fake.
1: Not real teeth because I did such a bad job. My mom used to tell me when I was a kid and she would use my grandpa as the example and I'd be like, oh, well, mom, he's 80 <laughs> And now you're getting older, it's like, fuck, I got to take care of my teeth.
0: <laughs> it's a problem, yeah. for real. Yeah. <laughs> Go take care of it with Green Mountain Dental. Also brought to you by Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNVR. You can get whatever at your local liquor store. Use the Breck Beer Locator. They have tons, literally dozens of flavors. I I don't know of anyone that likes beer that hasn't found a flavor of Breckbrew that they like. They, at least one that they like. So, yeah. there's one out there for you. Check them out. Breckbrew.com. They're awesome. They've been with us forever. We love them. Third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. This third period was bad. Colorado got outplayed for pretty much the entire third period, and... Their execution was not good enough. The shots on goal heavily tilted in Vancouver's favor for the majority of the period. A smidge misleading because the Avs were generating chances at the start of the period. They also had one shift where they missed
1: four shots on goal. Within like 15 (laughs) seconds. Clean looks. And... (sighs) Is this an
0: let me ask you to you this way I said it was execution is it execution or at least very least on this shift is that just terrible shot selection
1: No, it's execution okay it's to me that's that that right there was I talked about it a couple of years ago I wasn't back with DnVR yet now Arizona series in the bubble the game that they lost the abs completely controlled but you could tell they were frustrated and they weren't shooting any better they were just shooting harder like they weren't doing anything to make their lives easier they were just like well what if I shoot this puck five times harder it's like yeah it doesn't matter that's what that shift was to me they were frustrated and they were trying to put pucks through Delia and it was just causing them to rip them wide I feel that in my soul, where
0: it's, <laughs> if you've ever played sports like that, right. and you feel
1: frustrated. Like fuck it, I'm just gonna shoot this one as hard as I can, and whatever happens, yeah. Like and, like you're a baseball guy, it's like I'm taking the fucking skin yeah. off this ball, and you just end up striking out and like blowing a rotator, and, and you're not even like mad. You're
0: like I'm either gonna hit this to the moon yeah. or I'm gonna miss by three feet. And, like <laughs> right. fuck it.
1: And that's to me what was going on in that shift where I was like, yeah, these guys never really calmed down. Like they. <laughs> they're just, they're trying to put pucks through the glass at this point. <laughs> uh, I, I do want to say, Avery, I, your comment went away that chat's very active at saying how, like, it's hard to support this team. I was talking to my mom about this um, right early in the season. When all the injuries were really starting to pile up. And, you know, my family, they're big ABS fans. My parents are, you know, huge ABS fans. And um, my mom was just talking to me about how, you know, just a couple of years ago, this team was terrible. Like, there was a decade straight where this was a horrific organization. Uh, there's the the playoff losses, brutal meltdown of the Vegas Golden Knights. And, like, the reason you stay being a fan of a team is because it's being there through all that stuff and remaining and, and continuing to sit there and watch and, you know... I'm talking to Avery, it's so like being a fan not, and all that stuff. That's what and, makes the wins and, even and better. She knows. She knows. Right. It, it wouldn't hurt
0: if you didn't care. Right, right.
1: <laughs> right. And it's like it hurts because you care. And then that hurt is what makes the reward so great. And and so I get it. It's not great. And I know you did, but like it this yeah. is all part of it. This is all part of the ride.
2: You're not dumb, Avery. I, I saw your comment, too, and I thought it was really appropriate when we talked about be a fan how you want to be a fan because I think anybody who's disappointed in this team and the on-ice product is completely justified. And if it is hard to watch the on-ice product at the moment, but you still support what the Avs are <laughs> Philosophically, (laughs) come back when you're ready. Like, give them a couple games to figure it out. Like, take care of your mental health, too. (laughs) This is really difficult.
1: Take care of your
2: mouth. Don't health. make yourself Andrew <laughs> Cochleana. The thing, we'll yeah. be here until curtains close. But the yeah. first act isn't even over yet. Yeah. so yeah. We'll be here the whole way and we'll yeah. talk about it every step of the way. What,
0: when does the first act end?
2: I was actually curious what, what game we're at. I feel like we're this, close this to 30, the end of the this first is act. Yeah, yeah this is 37. But we'll be here until curtains. So is
0: 41,
1: is that act one? I mean, it, it, it really, do we have two acts? I, I assume there's I'm, two
0: regular seasons
1: and then act and three then, is the playoffs. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. We'll be
2: here for it all, but like, and do by what the way, that, to do.
1: I know Avery's here on like everything oh, we do. Exactly. That wasn't me calling out it's, her specifically. No,
2: exactly. Like, I, uh,
1: there's just real sad like, vibes right now on I this know, in like, this chat, and it's like, it's all good, baby.
2: Yeah, yeah, intermission feels like really good for this team right now, too. I,
0: I guess that intermission would be like <laughs> all star break, would probably be the end. Of that's like, good. Really, yeah, eh? that's fair. So, there do you, you do go.
1: King of the game, because I feel like this yeah, team deserves
2: that. We, we do got to
0: do King of the game here, and and gave up 3 goals literally all of them you're like somebody help that man S- anyone at all give this man a little bit of help alexander georgiev easy king of the game yeah he was great dude played fantastic he had every right to be pissed yeah uh, 100% every right to
1: be pissed yeah that was i i thought he was really good he's done he did for them tonight what i thought what i think he's done for them a lot this year uh, he's helped them weather a storm early, put them in a position to uh, to win the game. To win a game. And they got up two nothing and, and I thought he was doing his part. The abs kind of fall apart there for three and minutes. And the don't, defense abandoned him. Don't give him any help.
0: Abandoned it, like every single one of those, even the bad luck play. Andreas Anglin just doesn't cover the guy with the puck. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. There's such a human side of hockey too, where I think seeing your goaltender display that amount of frustration has to have an impact on the players as well that i think they will carry with them past this game
0: when the goalie pops off like that and it's not jordan binnington who does that after every game right right right. or
1: (laughs) vintage devin dubnik
0: yeah Yeah. but you you know you done fucked up now when the goalie goes off like
1: that Mm
0: -hmm. uh we got a few super chats
1: to get to here I think Brandon has like 26. I think it became yeah, 20 it 26 tonight. tonight. I tweeted
2: about the All-Star game like 25, but it became 26. This Probably should
0: be in there unless you, th- you want to vote for Jacob McDonald.
2: Mm, you can tick two skaters.
0: <laughs> Miko and Jacob <Jake> McDonald. <laughs>
2: so I picked Miko and Logan. And Megan, just Megan's going to be, Megan's
0: gonna be
1: the reason another book is written uh, this all right. year. <laughs> uh, Olauson only has
0: one
2: game. I don't want I so to. I picked Logan and Connor already, guys. Like, you, I submitted my ballot 10 times. Can you
0: vote for JoJo even though he hasn't <laughs> I, technically played?
2: Good question. I did it. I put <laughs> Georgia for my goalie option, so I didn't even look at some of these.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, $5 from Tyler here who says fake fans really came out tonight. That's okay. I'm waiting for the odds to drop so I can bet uh, the Avs winning it all this year again. Uh, I, I hate calling people fake fans. Like we can disagree a whole lot. And, and honestly, like if you're a fair weather fan, I don't even have a problem with you. <laughs> Just like it's total fair weather fans are like how sports grow is they start out fair weather fans and become bigger. I get it. If you're frustrated and don't want to watch, then don't watch. It's totally fine. Uh, $2 from vaguely sober who says DNVR with the heart sorry if this is getting stale Rudo and Jesse
2: I love that vaguely just accepts that I will not find it to have grown stale
0: <laughs> I don't bring back the the sweaty boy like instead the of the I like the sweaty hearts.
2: boy
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, 5 more dollars from vaguely sober who says I'm not going to tell anyone how to fan I'm still not worried to freak out go nuts but the hysteronics. That's supposed to be like I that I'm I'm pretty confident Mysterious. as a word. But that just supersonic. Means,
2: hypnotic, oh, oh there we go Sponky Fresh.
0: <laughs> aren't a great look, fam. I I mean, again, I don't care if you want to express your emotions aggressively, fine. All good. However you feel, you feel, just don't make shit up. <laughs>
1: I
2: love lying. <laughs> and then a bit the
1: record show that Megan. <laughs>
0: Fourteen dollars from Ben. Something has got to change here. What is it, in your opinion? Uh, Val Nichushkin and Evan Rodriguez come back.
2: Josh Manson. Better,
1: better commitment to your, your system, your identity.
2: No, honestly, they got to get their minds right. Yeah. Wow, look at that. Those three
1: suggestions. Jared, you know where to find us. <laughs> More snacks at practice might help too.
2: But it, Gatorade and Maybe just
1: bring the music back to practice. One I out forehead for kiss,
0: and it, it's just. As, as vaguely hits us with the sweaty boys, uh, it, it just comes back to to what we talked about. Now, okay, the Avs had their emotional explosion in this game. Yeah. Channel. Now, now, what do you do? Channel it the right way. Do you go in the right direction and start playing quality hockey and winning games, or do you continue down this path that leads you into a tailspin of doom? That's a great way to end it. Right there. Only the abs can solve that one. We love you. We're going to get out of here before (laughs) fucking midnight, Jesus Christ. Just Uh, barely. (laughs) We are off tomorrow, so you will not see us then, but we're back for the game Saturday, pregame, watch-along, post-game. We love you. We'll see you on the next one.